You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and this is episode 14. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. So here's my question for you today. What are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? So within a few days, it will be Thanksgiving here in the United States. We are going to eat until our stomachs burst. Uh, We will put on a football game on TV. It really doesn't matter who's playing. And then we will slip into a food coma. Now, we usually eat turkey. And why we eat turkey is a mystery to me. I don't understand it. I usually make duck myself because I love duck. Anyways, we all have our traditions, right? So one of the traditions that uh, I like to do is when we have Thanksgiving, we go around the table and we actually say something that we are grateful for. Uh, I have seen people reduced to tears when they are doing this to talk about what they're grateful for. And that's fine because it's heartfelt. You know, it's really what, what, what truly are you grateful for? Now, obviously, I can't be seated at the same table as you. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to take some time today to share with you uh, some of the things that I myself am very grateful for. Uh, because, wow, this year, uh, last year, it's been a pretty wild roller coaster ride. So, The first thing that I am grateful for is my business, you. For all you listeners, for my clients that are out there, one thing that I don't talk about all that often, and I probably should talk about even more, is that I am the primary caregiver for my mother. My dad passed away in December of 2020. He had dementia. And now my mother is 87. She's almost blind. And earlier this year, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia as well. So really what this means is that on any given day, I have no idea what's really going to happen. When you're 87 years old, your health could fail at any moment. I have been woken up in the middle of the night because my mom is yelping out in pain. From there, we're usually on our way to the ER where we spend the entire night at some point in time, usually about six or seven o'clock in the morning, they send us home with some kind of new medication for her to take. So I decided I need to rebuild my business and I had to make sure that I had flexibility in mind. I could not build a business that would require me to sit here in front of my computer 10 to 12 hours every single day. I had to be able to walk away with a moment's notice and help take care of my mom. You know, if she falls and you know breaks her leg or her hip or something, I can't say, oh, sorry, mom, I got to record a podcast episode. So I'll call somebody and have them come get you. Nope, that's not how this works. Fortunately, my business coaches, uh, they understand this because I shared this with them and they are helping me to build a business that fits into my life, not my life fitting into my business. So for my clients out there, all of my listeners, I, I really appreciate you uh, more than you'll ever know and, and allowing me to have this uh, flexibility to be able to help take care of my uh, mother. As much as I would like to just 
get up every single day and make a million dollars without having to do with anything at all. I would love to do that, but that's simply just not the case. At some point in time, you got to put work into your machine. I just need to have a lot more flexibility when it comes to this because, you know, I really do want to help take care of my mother and I want to enjoy every minute that I can with her. So thank you again. The next thing that I'm grateful for, that would be my friends. When things go dark, you find out who your real friends are. And they also say that friends are the family that you choose, which is so true. For me, 2021 was an absolutely dark year. Uh, at the end of 2020, uh, my brother, who had practically raised me after our father died when I was five years old, my brother passed away. And then about a month later, my fiance and I broke up. And then a month later, my dad passed away. And all this happened within a span of three months. I would not wish this upon anybody. I was working with a counselor at the time. Uh, the grief was just overwhelming. Like I couldn't even function day after day after day. It just hurt. I couldn't, I couldn't work. I couldn't you know, work on my business. I, couldn't, I just could not do anything. And she said, you know, she gave me a lot of really great advice. And one of the things that she told me to do very early on was to come up with a list of four or five friends, right? Those friends who will always be there for you. They'll never blow you off. Make those friends part of your inner circle. Now, I never really categorized my friends before. I mean, you know, why would I? They're my friends. But she had a point. Because there's some friends that I will always reach out to when things are bad, right? Other friends are almost like, you know, I hate to use the word superficial friends, I guess more like good time friends, and that's fine. You know, everybody serves a purpose, but it's just that some friends I have a very deep, close connection and relationship with, other friends I don't. So anyways, I put together this list of uh, four friends. And then I reached out to him and I said, hey, you know what? I just want you to know that I really value my friendship with you. And I want you to know that I'm putting together this list of people that are in my inner circle because truth be told, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need to lean on you. I'm going to need to lean on our friendship. Are you okay with that? Because I didn't want to sign somebody up or put somebody under pressure that they didn't want. And of course, I should not have been surprised, but every single one of them said, yes, of course. And you know what? I used them because some days the darkness that I was going through was just so suffocating. And at some point in time, I would like, okay, Cliff, reach out to somebody, right? That was a hard thing for me to do because I've been so used to being just so independent. But I was like, you know, Cliff, reach out to them. They said that you could do it. Just call or send a text or do something. And they were always there. And those simple phone calls and those text messages just to talk to somebody really helped to get me through a lot of those dark times. Now, I know that for any one of those friends, if they reached out to me and said, hey, Cliff, I, I need some help, I wouldn't hesitate for one second to be there for them. I would drop everything that I was doing and I would go and I would help them. That's just the way I roll. So thank you to my friends. The last thing that I'm grateful for, or the last thing I'll talk about in this podcast episode, is my health. Now, 
I've shared before that this year I went through a cancer scare. And during those weeks that I had to get those tests done, I, I was just, I, I don't know if flipping out would be the better term to use or being numb is the better term to use. But until you've gone through it, until you have stared death in the face, you don't get it. I mean, you can imagine, but until you've gone through it, you don't get it. And I, I just know that the way that my doctor was acting, I mean, he was sure that I had lung cancer. So before, when I was talking about being thankful for my friends, you can bet your bottom dollar that I leaned on them hard during this time. Because, you know, I, I, I really thought that I had all the time in the world. You know, it's so easy to sit there and say, oh, I'll take care of that tomorrow or I'll do that tomorrow. But I had never really thought about death. I never really thought about the end of my life. Like saying to myself, gee, if my life were to end tomorrow, dot, dot, dot. But I, I know that when I was going through all of those tests, right, and there was like a good six weeks that I was going through those tests, you bet your ass that's all I thought about every single day. I thought about all those things that I hadn't done that I wanted to do, all those dreams, everything that I wanted to accomplish, how I really wanted to go big but never really did. I will say that going through this brought so much focus to my life in a way really that nothing else could have. I mean, people say, oh, Cliff, you need to focus. You need to focus. But you know, there is, <laughs> there's a difference between you know focusing on getting a task done, whatever it is, versus bringing focus to your entire life and what it is that you're doing. Everything goes underneath the microscope. And then you very quickly realize and understand what it is that makes you happy, what it is you need to do, and why haven't I accomplished those things that I've really wanted to do, those dreams, those goals. I interviewed somebody a few weeks back, and I was sharing with him about going through my cancer scare and how much focus that brought to my life. Now, keep in mind, this gentleman is in his 70s. And he shared with me that when he was back in his mid-40s, he had a heart attack. He actually flatlined. They were able to bring him back. And when they did, of course, afterwards, he had the same experience, right? This focus and this clarity to allow him to realize that, you know what, I need to make some changes because he was on a mission. He was on a path that he continued to put off. But just going through that scary time brought him focus, brought him clarity. And you know what? It's a shame that something like a health scare is the only thing that brings focus to our life. But to be honest, I think this was God's way of slapping me in the face to tell me, hey, Cliff, 
you need to wake up. Your time on this planet is short. Your life is brief. Do you have any idea how lucky you are? I have these skills. I've got, I've got talent. And when I go to do something, I have no fear whatsoever about jumping in with both feet. I love it. I love the thrill. I love the risk. And you know what? I encourage people to do this all the time. All the time I'm saying, you know what? You need to go big. You know, go big. Dominate. Dominate your niche. Crush it. You got your goals? Go out there and crush it. And I realized, you know what? It's, Cliff, it's about time that you started following your own advice. You know, you tell people all the time, yeah, go big. Crush your goals. And you're not doing it yourself. So when the doctor finally said to me, you don't have cancer. Sweet Moses, I felt such relief. But more importantly, I felt like I had been given a second chance. That this slap in the face from God was just that. And because of this, I now have focus in a way that I have never had before. Because I know what I need to do. I hadn't just done it. Now, you know what? I'm doing it. I am executing on it every single day. And needless to say, because I am executing on it, because for some reason or another, this, you know, this fear or this complacency has no further room in my life, some really good things are happening. I'm getting my wish. And now because of this, I make sure to do like in my morning, right? Morning routines. Everybody talks about your morning routines and how important they are and set yourself up for success. The very first thing I do when my eyes open in the morning to start my day is I say, thank you, God, for the gift of another day. I promise that I will not waste this day. Because today I will show up as my authentic self to be 100% present in every single moment, in everything I do, I will bring my best to the table. The world, my clients, my listeners, they will get 100% cliff every single day. I will make the biggest impact that I possibly can and to serve people at the highest level. And because I love what it is that I do, I will enjoy it and I will be grateful for it. Because I know and I understand that these times will never come again. So these are just some of the things that I am grateful for. I'm grateful that, <laughs> I'm grateful that you've listened this long. And you know what? I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what it is that you are grateful for, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not. What are you grateful for? You can always, always email me or drop me a line at cliff at podcastingwithcliff.com. I'll have that email in the links in the show notes down below. But let me know, what is it that you're grateful for? Take care, my friends. Make it a great day.